Welcome. This is Gary Ryan from Organisations That Matter, and welcome to this episode of the Professional Development Series. This episode is titled, Leadership for Kids Provides Lessons for Adults. Over the years, I've had the good fortune to have been asked to provide some leadership development sessions for children. I usually work with adults and many of those adults are highly educated so we often go into quite complex areas when we facilitate leadership programs. Working with children therefore poses a considerable challenge. How do we distill quite complex information into an easily understood format for children? The answer lies in having the capacity to understand leadership in such a way that it can be focused into some simple concepts. Through some trial and error I have discovered some concepts that seem to work with interesting feedback from the adults who have witnessed the programs. Three key concepts have emerged as being the ones that children seem to be able to embrace. 1. Everyone is a leader. 2. The figure 8 of leadership. and 3. Being responsible for your choices. Let's go into each of those three now. Number 1. Everyone is a leader. Over time I have found some interesting trends when working with children. When I've asked them to raise their hands if they believe that they are a leader or could be one in the future, virtually all the children raise their hands. When I then ask them, who are leaders? They unanimously respond, we are! What response do you think that I usually hear from adults? Very few adults raise their hand to indicate that they think that they are a leader. For children, the concept that everyone is a leader and they have to lead themselves seems relatively natural Yet for adults, it seems for many quite foreign. When we facilitate leadership education for adults, one of our key themes is that you can't lead others if you can't lead yourself. My experience has taught me that children understand this idea, so we adults have a responsibility to continue to help them understand this concept by reinforcing that they are, in fact, leaders. To do this, to do this, find them making positive choices and recognize them for it. The importance of choices is explained in the second lesson below, the figure rate of leadership. So let's get into the figure eight of leadership now. The figure eight of leadership is simply a figure eight with choices right in the very middle. Positive choices will lead to positive actions. But after those positive actions, you'll still have other choices to make. Sometimes we make negative choices, and our negative choices lead to negative actions. But once again, that still returns to the opportunity to create more choices. Now, good leadership is identified by making more and more positive choices, and poor leadership is often through making more and more negative choices. The reality is we want to try and have most of our time up in the good leadership area of the figure eight and less of it down in the poor leadership area, but none of us are perfect. Some of us will sometimes make some decisions that are negative choices. As an example, for children, they might make a decision to bully another child or to pick on another child. And that's clearly a negative choice which has negative actions for that child that is the subject of the bullying or being picked on. The important point to recognise is that the child then has another opportunity, another choice to make the next time a similar situation occurs. This time, they might make a more positive choice and be proactive and actually stand up for the child and stop the other children from picking on them which leads to a much more positive outcome or positive actions. But even those of us that practice good leadership on a regular basis, it still comes back to the choices that we make. We still have to make a choice to behave 
in a good leadership way rather than a poor leadership way. Children understand this. So over time, it's not about being perfect. It's about having more of our choices lead to positive choices and positive actions and less of our choices leading to negative choices and negative actions. While my experience with adults is that it takes them a while to comprehend that leadership can be for both bad reasons equaling poor leadership, just as it can be for good reasons equaling good leadership, children seem to understand this concept quite easily. This raises the important issue of self-leadership, which feeds off the first concept above, that we are all leaders. In simple terms, self-leadership starts with choices. Some choices are good choices and lead to good behaviour, while other choices are poor choices and lead to poor behaviour. The good choices represent good leadership and the poor choices represent poor leadership. On many levels this is quite simple, and in fact it is. Children seem to understand it and can easily provide many examples of good choices and poor choices which result in good leadership or poor leadership. The simple power of the model lies in the fact that children have the capacity to start making good choices even if they have made some poor ones. In other words, the start of good leadership is only a choice away. Clearly the reverse is also true. Poor leadership is also only a choice away. I recalled a child in a session raising his hand and saying, I've been making lots of bad choices at school such as not listening to teachers and picking on other kids. I thought that I was a bad person and I didn't realise that I was a leader. But what you're saying is that I only have to start making good choices and I can be a good leader too. I like that idea. I can do that. None of us are perfect. We all make poor choices. Overall leadership is dependent upon the balance of our choices. Are they generally on the good half of the model or on the poor half of the model? Over time we can consciously develop positive habits to enhance our good leadership through making good choices. Maybe this leadership stuff isn't so hard after all. Which leads to the third and final concept that we identified above, being responsible for your choices. Rather than blaming other people or circumstances for our choices, personal responsibility for our choices increases the probability that we will make good choices. Once again, children seem to easily understand such a statement. Maybe they see the consequences of their choices more clearly than we adults do. Maybe they see the consequences of their choices more clearly than we adults do because they have so many adults around them monitoring their behaviour. Yet when we become adults, we often stop getting that sort of feedback because of many complicated reasons. What if we adults were to actively seek out feedback on the choices that we are making and our resultant behaviours? Maybe such feedback would assist us in better leading ourselves. And we never know the better we lead ourselves, the more likely others may be to follow. In summary, the key features of leadership for kids that may provide some lessons for adults include 1. We're all leaders. 2. Our choices lie at the heart of effective leadership. and 3. Personal responsibility for our choices will enhance our capacity to lead ourselves and others. If you would like some assistance in putting into practice what you have learned from this episode, please feel free to contact us at Organisations That Matter. That's our website, orgsthatmatter.com. O-R-G-S-T-H-A-T-M-A-T-T-E-R.com. Or visit our online learning community if you would like to learn more with us at studentsthatmatter.ing.com. This is Gary Ryan, and thank you for listening.